That's what I get for fidgeting around. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, listen. Good morning. Praise, good morning. That? Yes. Praise God. Good. <laughs> I'm super excited to welcome everybody to another wonderful Sunday service here at Celebration Sunday, guys. I was at the first service. Diane and I, amazing. man, it's amazing. You guys are in for a treat. Yes. Um, hello to everybody out in the patio as well. I'm Eric. This is my wonderful wife, Diane. Um, we just want to welcome everybody. Yes. <laughs> I just want to say welcome to if you're first, if this is your first time here at New Life, you're in the right place at the right time. Welcome. I just want to encourage you after the service to visit one of our Connection Central booths. We have two in the in the lobby, one on each side, and then there's also one out in the patio as well. We'd love the chance to get to know you better, so stop by. We even have a mug for you. Or, or any type of gift. tell them oh, the sorry. secret Whoops. gift. But yeah, you have a gift outside if you are new, okay? Um, so today is Celebration Sunday. Um, it's going to look a little different than our average service, but it's really an amazing day. You'll see the baptismal uh, tub right here um, and child dedications. Lots of great things happening today. Yeah. Um, so speaking of baptism... If you haven't been baptized, if you're feeling that tug right now, if you feel like this might be your time and you didn't sign up before, that's okay. You can still do it right now. Um, you can see uh, someone in a bright orange shirt. I think that's kind of a, a, a marker. They can direct you to the right person. And if you know Joanna, she's right over here, Joanna. Yes. Um, again, if you want to be baptized today, uh, find your way over to Joanna at any time, and um, she will get you set up. It's not too late um, for you to be baptized today, okay? Right. Um, also, um, the bulletin, everyone received a bulletin. Lots of fun um, activities and classes going on. Senior brunch and Bibles is this week. Um, something else for women of all ages. Yes. Um, I'm going to be involved in it, and I'm super excited. I already started this week. It's Summer in Proverbs, um, a women's Bible study. If you didn't sign up, it's okay. You can still jump in. Um, we're reading through Proverbs and lots of fun questions and time to connect with other women. If you don't know any other women, this is a perfect time to um, jump into this uh, summer Proverbs women's group. That's right. And also, I just want to give a shout out to all our new members today. Thank you so much for choosing to make uh, New Life your home church, guys. Um, to, you know, I remember the first time when I, when I first dedicated, you know, this place as my place, as my home church. Man, Satan was throwing all type of different things up towards my direction. Doubts, why should I? I don't need to be here. I should be at a different church or this and that. But let me tell you guys something. So the enemy will throw in his last ditch effort, throw everything he has at you to try to get you to have those thoughts. But we have to reject those thoughts because God can use you to impact and change somebody else's life in this world. Amen? So we just reject those thoughts. You are here. Man, you're in a great church family here at New Life. So I just want to welcome all the new members today. So if you guys look behind me, in the last service we had, uh, oh, there we go. So these are the names of all our new members. So I want to pray for all our new members. But while I'm praying, I just encourage everybody to maybe uh, pick a name and concentrate and pray for that person as we pray together. So if you're able, please stand so we can pray together. Lots of new members today, yes. 
Well, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you. Thank you so much for this wonderful service that we're about to have. Lord, I just pray that you just breathe upon this service. Holy Spirit, move in this service. Have your way in this service in Jesus' name, Lord. I pray, thank you, Lord, for our new members, Lord, as a, especially when they gave their, their ultimate decision to give their lives to you, Lord, to, as their their Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. I thank you for the, their decision to make new life their home church as well, Lord. I pray that you just put people in their lives, Lord, to help to minister to them, to them, Lord, to answer questions that they might have. Lord, guide them in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. And if they haven't discovered their ministry yet, because we know that you give us all a ministry once we accept you as our Lord and Savior, I pray that you, at the perfect time, reveal their ministry to them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Your time, so where they may serve you best here at New Life in Jesus' name. Protect them as they go back and forth, wherever they go in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that you will open new doors of opportunity for their lives. It's in Jesus' name, all the saints say. And while the band gets ready to worship, turn to your neighbor and say hi.
for just a little bit. We have the privilege of dedicating some children here in just a moment, but I wanted to uh, kind of prepare you for today. I needed to prepare you for today. So uh, this is Celebration Sunday, which means we get to celebrate not what new life is doing. We are not here to celebrate new life. We are here to celebrate what Jesus is doing, amen? And so because of that, because of that, I wanna prepare you for how to respond because I know some of you and you're quiet. This is not a day to be quiet. This is a day to talk and celebrate. So on the count of three, just like that song where we say yes and amen, on the count of three, I want you to say yes. One, two, three. Yes. So if the Lord stirs something in you, you just say yes. If the Lord stirs something in you, I want you to say amen. On the count of three, one, two, three. Amen. That's pretty good. Now, I'm trying, I'm trying. I know she doesn't always get it, but like, like, Miss jo- Pastor Joanna, she, she wants to say, come on, but she says it like, come on. No, you don't say it like that. You're like, come on, Lord, come on, come on. You see, you see how that is? It's, it's subtle, it's subtle. It's like, come on. All right, so on the count of three, you say, come on. One, two, three. Come on. Doing pretty good, all right? All right, now, if you get really excited today, you might wanna just do the wave. So we're gonna practice here, okay? We're gonna start on this side, we're gonna move to this side. And when you go up this time, we're, we're, we're even just kind of expanding this a little bit more than first service. So we're gonna do the wave and you're gonna say hallelujah as you, as you go up, okay? On the count of three, starting over here, one, two, three. Hallelujah. 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 Woo, now that's what I'm talking about. And as always, and as always, you can always clap and shout and say amen and whatever the Lord leads you because this is good stuff that the Lord is doing. So I want to invite our families that are going to be dedicating their children to the Lord today to come on the platform. Why don't you celebrate them as they come on the platform? Yep, just kind of line yourself right up here. So awesome. 
We had one family dedicate their child in first service, and I think we got one, two, three, four families here, and just an exciting time for us in the life of the church to be able to celebrate with you all. And I just wanna kind of remind us of what is happening here, because it's really significant and important. We don't wanna miss the fact that, that here today, the reason we do something like this is because we are a family of God. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. So up here on the platform, when you look out there at this group of people, they are your brothers and sisters in Christ. And when you as a congregation look at this family, you, um, you, they look at you as brothers and sisters in Christ. And so this is not just their responsibility to raise their children to know and to love God. It is our responsibility to come alongside of them to raise their children to know and to love God. And I want to remind us of something that was so significant for, for Israel when, when God was making covenant with Abraham and he was reminding them that the goal is that he would be their God and they would be uh, his people, that he gave them some instructions in the book of Deuteronomy. And so in Deuteronomy chapter six, we read these words, hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God. Sorry, excuse me. Love the Lord your God, um, the, love your Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength. It's a reminder that what you're doing up here today is your commitment to model, your commitment to chase after the Lord, your commitment to follow Jesus and then invite your children to follow Jesus with you. And so as we continue to read, it says this. These commandments that I give to you today are to be upon your hearts and press them on your children. Talk about them as you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So let's put it in today's context. As you are driving along in that SUV or if you've had to cross over to the dark side and get a minivan, if we, as you're... As you're driving along in those vehicles, talk about the Lord. Give testimony and witness to what God is doing in your life. As you're hiking the ridge, talk about the Lord. Give testimony to what the Lord is doing in your life. As you're taking them to eventually dance class or music or sports teams or any number of things, talk about the Lord. Bear witness to what God is doing in your life. Give testimony to what God is doing in your life life, wherever you are, point them to Jesus. And so with that in mind, here's a couple of things to, uh, to kind of model that for your responsibilities. And the first one is simply that, to model. You can't lead someone where you haven't gone. And so go find yourself in the throne room of the Lord and praying and studying his word and then invite them to join you in that. Teach them the ways of the Lord, how to love the Lord without, with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and your neighbor as yourself and recognize that so much is caught, not just taught. They're looking at you. They're looking at you, congregation, to teach them what it looks like to follow after Jesus. And the third one, and this might be the most important of them all, activate. Activate what the Lord has placed in their life. So that means that you're gonna see things in them that God has placed there. You're gonna see gifts, you're gonna see talents, you're gonna see personality traits and your role as a parent is to activate that and, and teach them how to surrender those things to the Lord so that they can glorify him in all things. So with that in mind, will you commit to helping your children to become 
fully alive in Jesus? If so, say, we will with God's help. Awesome, awesome, man. And then congregation, and you've heard me say this before. We know these are some cute kids up here. But eventually, no offense, parents, you might not be the voice they want to hear in their life. I don't know. It just sometimes happens like that where when you say something, they're like, ah, is that really true or whatever? And here's what you need. You need people who care about your kids, who love your kids, who have your kids' best interest in mind, and who will say the same thing that you would say and point them in the direction that you would have pointed them into. But because it's coming from a different source, they go, oh, this is the most brilliant thing I've ever heard in my life, right? So congregation, as new life, will you commit yourselves as the body of Christ to support and encourage these parents as they endeavor to fulfill their responsibilities to their children? Will you take on the active responsibility? Notice it says active responsibility to create a community, an environment where children can grow to be fully alive in Jesus. If so, say, we will with God's help. We will with God's help. There you go. They are with you, folks. So, Pastor Dana, you're going to introduce uh, each family yes. and child, and then we're going to dedicate these children to yes. the Lord. First, we have the Lambert family, and we have cutie, little patootie, Audrey Grace here. I like... I know she's ready. Like the legs yes. are going, she's ready to take off at any moment. Audrey Grace, you gonna let me hold you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, da 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 It's like Simba. Totally like Simba. Lion King, right here. All right, here we go. Audrey Grace. And we they ready? Have family too. So do and yes, do we have family yet? for friends Audrey? at all? Friendly? You guys can go ahead and stand up. up. Yes. Go ahead and stand up. Make yourself known. Yes. Everywhere. And all of your FCA boys. I mean, yep. I feel like you got like a whole set of and Ray, uh, teams. You can just take, the whole congregation can kind of extend their hand to uh, little Audrey Grace here. Here we go. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we dedicate Audrey Grace Lambert in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God, we mark her with the cross of Christ, knowing that we believe that at a very young age, she will receive your gift of grace. And God, that she would come to know you as her Lord and Savior, that she would be filled with your spirit and sanctified or set apart for your glory, that the plans and purposes that you have designed for her, God, would come to fruition and she would follow you all the days of her life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen and amen. amen. Awesome. Amen. Okay. Next, we have the Odell family, a little sweet Kyla right here in her white dress and little bedazzled shoes. Kyla, can you come up? You want to come up here? Yeah, yeah. And can you say hi to everybody? Just wave. Yes, they they just think you look absolutely beautiful today. Stunning. I almost said stunning, stunning, and then I'm like, You're yeah, stunning. you look stunning. You ready to pray? All right, all right, let's pray. <laughs> so sure. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you. Do, oh, sorry, family. Sorry, do we family. have family? We have family, online. friends, online. Online. Hi. So online, you can you can like click on there and extended family here at, in the congregation. Can you reach out your hand? Very cool. Let's pray for Kyla. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we dedicate Kyla Odell. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God, we mark her with the cross of Christ. And God, we ask that at a very young age, she would receive you as Lord and Savior, that she would recognize the forgiveness that you offer, that she would be filled with your spirit, that she would be sanctified holy. God, set apart for your glory, that God, she would discover the plans and purposes that you have for her and that she would follow you all the days of her life. And we ask all these things in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. 
Amen and amen. Awesome, awesome. So next we have the Matthews family, and Roman is all decked out with the white. He's got suspenders, a bow tie, yeah. and a gold cross. He is awesome. killing it. You gonna be all right? He's like, come on, man. Yeah, look at that. Awesome. Yes. This would be the Yes, your fit is fire. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what the kids say. Something like that. Something like that. So can you can you say hi? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's waiting for you. So and do you guys have family? Yes. Awesome. Go ahead and stand. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hey. And can you guys go ahead and reach out your hands to little Roman? Gracious Heavenly Father, we dedicate Roman in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God, we mark him with the cross of Christ. God, we ask that he would come to know you at an early age. That God, he would receive your gift of grace. That he would begin following you. That he'd be filled with your spirit. That he would be sanctified and set apart for your glory. That God, all the plans and purposes that you have created him for. That he would fulfill those and become fully alive in you. And we ask all these things in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Yes. Yes. And then last but not least, we have the shepherd family and this cuteness. Look at these little bows on the socks. I love it. And this is Luella Rose. It's like, yeah, pull the little shirt down. I know, I know. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting, we'll, make, we'll make you all there. Luella Rose. All right. Didn't you guys have family here yes. today? Go ahead and stand up wherever you are. Yeah, go ahead and stand up. And so, Heavenly Father, today we dedicate Luella Rose Shepherd in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We mark her with the cross of Christ. And God, we ask that she would come to know you at an early age, that we, she would receive your gift of forgiveness, that God, she would begin following you. She'd be filled with your spirit, that God, she would be set apart and sanctified holy, that God, all the plans and purposes that you designed for her, that God, she would experience those and fulfill those as she becomes fully alive in you. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Amen and amen. Can we celebrate with these families today? Congratulations, congratulations. Yeah. I'm going to sing, Christ is my firm foundation. Say. 
a holy God. King Jesus, we thank you for the sacrifice of your blood. We thank you that you make us whole, God, by grace and grace alone, Lord. So, Lord, we just want to take time to acknowledge the move of your spirit, your sanctifying power in our midst today, Lord. We have such a reason to celebrate. You are a worthy God, and we celebrate you and the move of what you're doing in this family, God. Just take root in our lives, God, and continue to make us that new creation. Let's sing, oh, pray.
separated us from the Father. God, we celebrate that we get to have communion with you. We get to have um, fellowship with you, Lord. God, we just lean into that this morning. We ask for more evidence of your moving in our midst. We ask for more testimonies of what you're doing, Lord. We just ask the Lord we would receive the spirit that you freely bestowed upon your people, Lord, for all who call upon your name will be saved. So God, we just acknowledge that we are your sons and daughters this morning. We say yes and amen to your move. And would you just continue to open our eyes and our ears to the revelation of what you're doing in our midst. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. going to continue in that spirit of worship. Um, I'd like to invite our ushers forward to receive our offering today. And you know, over this last few weeks that we've been in this beautiful disruption series, I know so many of you sacrificed um, financially, you sacrificed your time and your talents in order to be a beautiful disruption here on the Central Coast and beyond. And so we at New Life, we want to make sure that we, we pause and we just take time to thank God and to celebrate the things that he has done and is doing um, before we just move on to the next thing. So um, you'll see there'll be some pictures scrolling behind us. This is my friend Sean, by the way. Hey, Sean. <laughs> um, and so there are some pictures um, scrolling behind us of some of the, some of the amazing things that God did. Um, we got to bless, and we got 200, more than 200 gift cards for our AGHS teachers, and we got to give them breakfast burritos, and just to make sure that they know that they are seen and loved by New Life and by Jesus. And so, um, also, you guys made over 150 blankets, 150 blankets that are still being delivered to um, some of our shut-ins, some of our New Life family that can't be here each and every week. Um, they also got delivered to hospitals, to care facilities, nursing homes, all of those places. So you'll see some smiling faces getting some of those blankets. Hopefully she's a Bruins fan. I don't know. There's lots of things that are blue, right? <laughs> Um, we also had, through, through, uh, through the USPS and other resources, um, we got donated 8,000 pounds of food to our pantry. And so, yeah, that's amazing. That's going to bless so many families here on the Central Coast. And we had um, a day where people came and they distributed that. They organized it. They loaded it and offloaded it. We also had um, a team of people that came here to New Life. I don't know if you've noticed when you come in, there's new plants that have been planted. Um, thanks to all of you guys during a beautiful disruption. And we also were able to bless all of our first responders here um, in, in our five cities area, all of our police departments, our fire departments, our ambulance drivers, even our dispatchers that sometimes get overlooked. And so we were able to deliver them. We had 41 of you guys used your amazing baking skills and baked goodies for all of our first responders. Um, 21 came and packed baskets for them full of notes and cards and one of the things that we were surprised by the things that they asked us and they said well, you know what we really would like some prayers and some scripture to help us know that our church family is praying for us so we delivered that 
We had over 100 cards that were written for our first responders, a lot of them from our kids and our preschool, um, and all of you guys as well wrote those. We delivered 40 gift baskets to all of our, um, all of our first responders here. And so we also went on prayer walks. So Pastor Nick led prayer walks all around the five cities. And so many cool stories have come up from that. We got to pray with just people that they met on the street and got to learn about what their needs were and got to pray for them. They came across um, a house that had gotten burned and they were able to pray with the family. I think that's the picture right there, yeah. So they got to pray for a family that, that their house caught on fire. So, so many great things have coming up. And one of my favorite things that we did was the Global 6K. And um, it might be my favorite because I came in right after Pastor David. So that's, a big, that's a big accomplishment nice. for me. Nice. You know, he's got that military thing. I was right behind him. <laughs> so, Sean, tell us all the things that God did through our 6K. Yeah, absolutely, guys. It was an amazing weekend. Two weekends ago, we had the Global 6K. And we had the largest team we've ever had, 200 people. 200 of you guys showed up and provided incredible life. There we, go. There we are. Hey, look, look at that us. team. Um, guys, that team raised over $17,500. Absolutely. And it, that $17,500 also equates to over 350 kids and moms around the globe who never have to go walking for water ever again. So that's something to celebrate right there. They can start chasing new hopes and new dreams because you guys allowed God to beautifully disrupt your lives to make an impact. Nationally, as a team, we had 24,000 people show up and 34,000 kids and moms got clean water. So that's pretty cool. That is more people than can fit in the L.A. arena. So that's pretty awesome. I've got to share something with you guys. Um, when I was in Ethiopia a few years ago, a mom wanted me to share something with you guys. It's very important. Please tell your church of runners, walkers, and riders that they are the answer to our prayers. You guys are the answer to those families who have been praying for clean water and now have it because you guys said yes to the Global 6K. So thank you. So all of that combined between everything we did, that's over 800 beautiful disruptions um, here on the Central Coast and beyond. So thank you so much to those of you who participated in any of those projects. Also, we keep hearing stories. That's just the stuff that we can count. I know that there are definitely people who felt the Holy Spirit move and then they acted. I know that there was a teacher in Santa Maria who partnered with our pantry and also with her school and got groceries delivered to 126 families in Santa Maria. So it's not ending here. Then we're going to continue continue to be a community that beautifully disrupts other people with the hope of Jesus. And Sean, tell us how we can continue that with World Vision. Absolutely. I'd love to. So guys, on November 12th, we are teaming up and running the City to Sea Half Marathon or riding an equivalent 50-mile course. Um, That's a lot. I know. I know. And you know, I can hear their hearts rumbling too a yeah. little bit. We can um, do it. I can yeah. do it. <laughs> um, that's where I was when I started this journey 11 years ago. I had not run. I was scared of running. I did it back in track, but that was back in my high school days. I was a lot older now. Um, but I had to lean in. God was touching me. God was nudging me to take that step. And he may be doing that for you today. If he is, lean into it. I had to lean into God to step up to my first training run and then to my first group run and then all the way across the finish line. Um, and I have to share this quote with you. It's just amazing from our national director. 
she says, um, we don't run for finish lines and flashbulbs. We don't move our feet so that we can be done, but so kids and women can drop jerry cans around the globe and chase their dreams, chase their hopes. We don't run for finish lines. We run for start lines, for new life, for fullness of life. And guys, that's what I'm inviting you into. Step outside of your comfort zone. Step into something that is, scares you. God finds you in those scary spots, I promise you. I'm having an info session um, after service for about 10 minutes. If you guys are interested, please come down and see me. I'd love to give you that information. Yes, awesome. I can't wait. It's going to be good. We're going to do it. And so speaking of new beginnings, um, we are also not just celebrating baptism and child dedications. We are celebrating our graduates, our high school graduates today. So Pastor Philip, come on up and or just just hop on up here. And also, if you are a uh, high school senior or a, I am not dressed for that. Um, we if you're a high school senior, come up uh, up here on the platform. Our church family would love to pray for you. Your whole family can come up with you as well. Go ahead and make your way up. I'm sorry, I forgot where I was. Go ahead, come on up. We have, um, here, stand right here. So we had four the first service, um, and then we all we um, we communicate eleven o'clock service for high school students to come be a part of this service. We're trying to. I don't know if you've noticed, we're trying to take over the church as young people, um, and so. We're not kicking anyone out, though. We're not kicking anyone out. We're just trying to take over. But, yeah, so um, we have some seniors up here that, are, that have accomplished something great. Um, let, let me get out of the way. Here, Ellie, come here. Um, she is not graduating, by the way. She's just up here for moral support. But, yeah, so we have a lot up here. So um, if y'all can all just, hey, everybody that's up here, um, can we just can we, can we make your way right here and, like, kind of scoot down more? And then we're going to get a photo from Miss Elena. She's going to try, try to take a photo of all of us. You gotta, you gotta squeeze, yeah. So y'all, y'all step back some on that black line, and then y'all come up on this. There's a little black line right here. We'll try to let's interrupt this uh, regularly scheduled service. Um, I know we're gonna take a real, yes, right there. We're gonna take a real quick photo. So appease us, please, congregation, um, as we just celebrate some of um, the seniors that graduated in the Central Coast. These are just some in the Central Coast, and so. I wanted to share um, a quick scripture. I didn't do this last service, but I, I was like, oh, it's Proverbs 3, uh, 1 through 7. It's nothing new. We all know this scripture, but uh, graduates of class of 2023, let this, uh, as your spiritual family, let this be something that, that you hold on to, this scripture, uh, and you take wherever you go because you will need this scripture, all right? Proverbs 3, verse 1, my, ch- my children, my childs, never forget the things I have taught you. Not me, but the Lord and your family and your church family and your coaches and teachers. Um, store them up. Store, your, store the commands in your hearts. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty, listen, let, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them down within your heart. Then you will find favor with not just God, but with people as well. And you will earn, this is really important, earn a good reputation. You will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding because you ain't all that in a bag of chips. I, I added that to the scripture, I'm sorry. 
Seek God's will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Not TikTok, not your friends, but God will show you which path to take. And don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn from evil. So you're, you're going to need this scripture, this wisdom from, from Jesus, from God, from Solomon, as you move forward in life. And so as you've accomplished graduating uh, high school, um, the scriptures talk about in Romans chapter 9, all you have shoes on right now. It says, how blessed are those who bring the good news. How blessed, blessed are your feet that those who bring the good news of the gospel of Jesus. So wherever you put your foot, um, in the workforce, in the world, uh, uh, community college, university, workforce, missions, whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. Amen? So church, can you extend, I'm sorry, can you extend your hand as we pray over them, just a blessing over them? Um, and so class, y'all go ahead and uh, bow your heads, close your eyes, and then we'll, we'll pray. So Father, we thank you so much for these young people and the accomplishment of getting through 13 years of school. And Lord, I know some of them have more schooling to go and some of them have other plans. But God, I pray that all of, all of us, all of them would submit their plan to you because you're the one that actually directs our steps. And so, God, I pray that you would give these young people a hunger and thirst for your kingdom. And wherever they go, Lord, that they would bring your light in a dark place wherever they go. So let them be bearers of light, bringers of the good news. And I pray that they would be aware of wherever they go, that your kingdom goes with them. And so, God, bless them and keep them. May you make your face shine upon them. And may you be gracious to them. Give them your peace. Give them your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. If you love God, say amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, seniors and families. Y'all may go sit down and prepare your heart for God's word today. So again, we've come to that portion of the service where we're going to celebrate baptisms. And so if you are going to be baptized today, no matter where you're sitting at uh, in our congregation, if you would start, even as I'm talking, begin making your way over to my left, your right, and lining up. And if maybe the Spirit has been stirring something in you, you weren't planning on being baptized, but you walked in and you saw this tub here, and you know that the Holy Spirit has been prompting you to be baptized, I just encourage you to walk on over there, and we have people that can speak to you and talk to you uh, about being baptized this morning. We have shirts, we have shorts, we're ready for you. Just make your way over uh, to my left and your right. You know, one of the things that's significant that we've been reading through the book of Acts um, and studying through the book of Acts over the last several weeks, and we're reminded that people believed in Jesus Christ and they were baptized. They believed and they were baptized. They believed and they're baptized. And here's what's interesting. It didn't matter what people group they were from. They believed and they were baptized. It didn't matter what socioeconomic um, kind of category they were in. They believed and they were baptized. It didn't matter what generation they were in. They believed and they were baptized. And the reason it didn't matter, all of those things, because Jesus wasn't concerned about how the world understood power. He said, I will give you my power. I will fill you with my spirit so that you will have power to be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so he wasn't worried about our power structures. In fact, he came to break those down so that he might reveal the power of his spirit. So he might be, be able to reveal the power of his kingdom. And so when it comes to baptism, what we are doing is we are leaving behind the things of this world in order to step into this new reality of the kingdom of God and what Jesus has done for us and in us. So a couple of things. 
For some of you today, I wanna encourage you to consider this being a reminder of your baptism. In fact, in the early church, what would happen is they would take some type of fern or, or some type of branch and they would dip it into the water, the baptismal water, and they would fling it at people. So man, if I could splash this on a bunch of you, I would. Because I would say simply this, remember your baptism because there's something significant about remembering that moment when Jesus saved you. There's something significant about that moment and remembering all the things that happened in your life of what Jesus has done in your life. Kind of reminds me of sometimes when uh, my wife and I have a privilege of going to somebody's wedding and all of a sudden they begin to recite the vows of that wedding. My wife and I will listen to those vows and will remember that moment that we, uh, that we said those vows to one another. And I will reach over and I'll grab her hand and we'll listen to those vows. And it's like we're taken back and it's just a sweet, beautiful moment. And then usually we turn to one another and say, they have no clue what they're getting ready to get into, (laughs) right? And very similar here because, man, you're coming in here and you're gonna be baptized and it's gonna be awesome and good, but, but quite honestly, we know that the enemy is gonna try to come against that. And so you really don't have any clue about what you're, ready, what you're getting ready to get into. But just like in marriage, we know that we are not alone, that the Holy Spirit is empowering us, that we are not alone, that Jesus is walking with us in this journey. So for some people today, it's about remembering. For some people today, it's about reaffirmation. For whatever reason, you wandered from the Lord. And so today, what you're celebrating, uh, possibly even some of our our folks that are gonna be baptized, they're reaffirming their faith. It's not that their first baptism didn't take, it's just a reaffirmation of their faith. It's something that I had the privilege of doing when uh, we were in Israel. And I stepped down into the Jordan after baptizing uh, probably about 25 people. Um, I had Pastor Dave Vasquez baptize me, not because I hadn't been baptized before, but because it was a reaffirmation of my faith in that particular moment. It was a reminder of what God had been doing. And then there's quite a few people here today that are going to be affirming their faith in Jesus for the very first time. Uh, they, they've received his gift of grace. They understand that it is because of what Jesus has done in him that they have life and life to the fullest. And so when they step into those waters, again, there are, there are three things that they are reminded of. One is that their identity is no longer in the things of this world. It is not in what they do. It's not in their sports. It's not in their grades. It's not in their jobs. It's not in uh, any number of things that this world says your identity is. Their primary identity is in Jesus and everything else flows from that. Everything else flows from their understanding of who Jesus is. And so they step down in that water and are reminded that their identity is in Jesus. The second thing that they are reminded of is that they are forgiven. They are forgiven is because of what Jesus has done for them. And we sang this song just a few moments ago, but I wanna hear you sing it a cappella. Sing this with me. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Amen? So when they go down into the water, they're not denying that they're a sinner. They're saying, yep, I'm a sinner who needs a savior. So they go down in that water. And when they are raised up, here's what I know the enemy's gonna do. They're gonna, the enemy's gonna try to say, no, 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 you know what you've done. You're a dirty, rotten sinner. And they say, yes, I was a dirty, rotten sinner. But because of what Jesus has done for me, I have been washed white as snow. Amen? So they're reminded of that. 
The third thing that baptism reminds us of is that we have union with Christ because of baptism, because of what he has done for us. So when we go down in that water, just as the scripture says, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives within me. So what is true of Jesus is now true of them. And so they are buried with Christ and they rise in victory with Christ. And so we are reminded of that. And last but not least, they are baptized into the fellowship of believers, that we are the body of Christ. And so I don't know what your family uh, of origin story is, but I know this, from this day forward, you have brothers and sisters in Christ. From this day forward, you have a family. From this day forward, we get to follow Jesus with him at the head of our family together and experience all that he has for us. So why don't you celebrate as our baptismal uh, candidates come up and they are gonna share some of their testimony with you. Okay, are you all ready for this? So... It will come all. There's a lot of us. And just as Pastor David was saying that this is just such a time as a family to be able to support and love everybody up here, that if you can remember your baptism, feeling nervous, excited, all of that together. And I thought it was so fun earlier when we did the wave. And I thought it would be a great way to show your love and support and how you're going to be praying for these people. So I say we do the wave again. What do you guys think? I say we do they do the wave. Yeah. Okay. So starting over here with Miss Katie, could you start the wave? Wave of support for baptism. Let's go. Woo! All right. <laughs> okay. I love a good wave. Oh, I think that's a great way to start. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of break it up. We're going to do a few. Then they are going to share um, their names, a little bit about their story, why they're being baptized today. Then they're going to go over to the cross, and they're going to put their testimony on the cross as a symbol, right, that their old life is over. Right, their new life in Jesus is just beginning, and we know that He has huge plans for you. So, um, I would you say your name, and then I will read your Cindy Lang. Okay, and Cindy has asked me to read this for her. Oh, I've been crying ever since I've been reading everybody, so I'm a big puddle mess. But I have been attending New Life for four years and have been volunteering at the pantry. I love the family at New Life, and I feel this is the next step. I need to commit my life to serving our Lord. So if you want to go over to Pastor David and... Okay. say your name right now. Let's see your name. Oh, Willow. And I get to read Willows, too. I'm giving up all my addictions and leaving them at the cross. I never want to, to touch drugs or alcohol ever again. Okay, so that, right? Uh, I want a new life with Jesus, my Lord and Savior that died on the cross for me. I want to walk in a righteous path. So that gets a Pastor David, come on. <laughs> My name is Brandon, and I guess I'll read it. It says, I'm giving my life to Jesus because he makes my life whole, and I need him to completely take control of my life. 
Amen. Okay, so I'm going to have you go over there. So what we're going to do is um, these three are going to get baptized. So you all know what to do, right? When they come out of the water, we are just going to do a big woohoo, right? We're just going to praise God for what he is doing. And then we'll move on to the next group.
kind of shocking to realize that you can do this. And it's just like, it's like New Year's, but like something even better. Alexis Waltz, and I didn't really prepare because I just decided to come up here right now, but <laughs> um, I just felt called to, by the Holy Spirit to just come up here and publicly show my love for God, so, and I just praise Jesus for everything he's done for me. Hi, I'm Kayla Sassina, I'm 17 years old. Um, today I chose to get baptized for multiple reasons, but one in particular, about three months ago, Sorry, <laughs> I had hip surgery throughout the process. I had extreme anxiety. And the only way I found peace was through Jesus. I've been forever blessed and grateful that I've gained a family from new life and I'm so excited to publicly proclaim my relationship with God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, hi, my name is Olivia. I'm 17, and I'm an exchange student from Denmark. I've been here in California for the past 10 months. And before I came, I knew of God, but I did not have a relationship with him. 
but it only took me a few months of going to church and going to youth group, and I started getting close with God and starting my journey with Him. So I'm getting baptized today because I felt God working in me, and He blessed me with this amazing family. Um, so I want to give my life to Him. Hey, my name is Thomas Hurley, but I go by Junior. I'm 17 years old, and today I'm dedicating my life to Jesus. I would like to thank the church and everybody here for guiding me through my journey. Before I started seeking God, I was giving attention to the wrong things. And thankfully, the right people came into my life at the right time to guide me to where I am at today. That's why I'm getting baptized. My name is Caleb Clark, and the reason why I'm getting baptized today is because I want to declare my love for God to the public and share the, the, influence, the influence he has on my, on my life with others. Good. 
good to be in God's house, amen? And so as you leave today, I want to remind you that there are um, bookmarks that as you leave a summer reading plan, we're going to be preaching through the parables of Jesus. And so we want you to pick up one of those uh, bookmarks that will help keep you on track throughout the summer, excited about what the Lord has done, is doing, and will do this summer. So as you go today, leave your grave clothes behind and go celebrate because of what Jesus has done in you. You are fully alive. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen and amen. Grace and peace to you. We'll see you next week.